0: If you can hear this audio, we are now with video over on YouTube. So if for some reason you decide hearing our voices isn't enough and you need to see our faces as well, head over to our YouTube. It This will either already be up or will be going live very soon. And mm-hmm. you can enjoy it there in its full pictured glory. And you can see how irate we get at things. Um, if you're sticking with audio, continue listening as you are.
1: Yeah, and there'll be, like, moving forward, if you watch our TikToks or our YouTube shorts, you'll start seeing the video over exactly. the as well. So, a little upgrade to things.
0: Okay, now, episode seven. <laughs> Last week was a pretty short episode.
1: Yeah, pretty quiet week.
0: We didn't have a lot going on that week. This week, however, has, has come good. So, like, this could be a situation where people need to strap him because this could be a decently lengthy episode. we got, we got some stuff to cover. Yep. Um, so, I made a throwaway comment last week. I'm not sure if people pay that much attention. But at the minute, Batman's all that's coming out, so it's getting all of our airtime. Oh, yeah. While that is not going to be the case for the majority of the episode he is still going to get the first bit of the airtime because our character profile this week is on Commissioner Gordon. Yeah,
1: we're, um, Get Batman yeah. out of the way first and then I think yeah. everyone knows exactly. going
0: to come in. <laughs> um, So obviously we've got the Batman film coming up and I've, the last couple of weeks I've been going over some of the antagonists. This couple, this week and next week we're going to talk about people that are in Batman's corner helping him. So um, Commissioner James Gordon um, is I would say, alongside Alfred, Batman's longest-running like, ally,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: um, I'm pretty sure like, he dates back to Batman's first appearance in Detective Comics, or not far after. Um, I don't think necessarily he was an ally straight away. There was a little bit of time where he was like, hey, um, I understand why you're doing this, but don't agree with it kind of character. And then over time, we've slowly, as with all comic book characters, you slowly mould in what kind of a character this person's going to be. And then even more recently, a lot of depth has been added to the backstory of Commissioner Gordon. So they decided they didn't want him to be this person who just stands there and flicks a light on the back signal and then Gotham gets (laughs) saved. They they wanted to add a little bit more to him. So... As well as being a brilliant detective, um, not obviously not as good as the world's greatest detective Batman himself, but a very, very intelligent and keen detective. He's also was a part of the army in his younger days. So he's very well trained in using weapons and tactics and hand-to-hand combat. So he can he can he can look after himself. But he's not enhanced in any way he's not frequently strong or fast he's a man who's often depicted like late 40s early 50s with his iconic mustache and cigar um, especially in more recent comics where he's been depicted as even older maybe 60s and early 70s um, he's I'd say probably below average health because of all the cigars he smoked in his younger days um, like, like that I'm pretty sure he now has a heart condition in the comics um, so I'm very curious. Um, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. And if for whatever reason this causes some people to not want to listen to this anymore, I think they aren't people we wanted anyway. But for the first time, Commissioner Gordon being played by a black man in the Batman film, oh, it's, it's nothing. James Gordon being white adds nothing to the character. No. Cool. So if for some reason him now being played by a black that black actor, it's an issue for you, feel free to leave and not come back. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious to see how they portray him in this. Because we know it's like a year one Batman. Like this is what we know. Mm-hmm. But in like some of the trailers, we see Commissioner Gordon like talking to the Batman.
1: Yeah, they've uh, definitely, from the trailer, you definitely get the sense that they kind of already have a a, kind of established relationship.
0: Yeah, or at the very least, that Gordon's willing to hear this guy out because he knows how corrupt Gotham is and he's willing to take any help he can get. Mm. But um, I'm very keen to see how this plays out. And I think he's, as always, going to be a brilliantly executed character, just like Gary Oldman's was. Um, in the Dark Knight series. Um, The comic that I've chosen this week, it isn't as easy with Commissioner Gordon because he's very much a side character despite being a brilliant one. I've decided to go with The Killing Joke, which is probably a name that people know. Um, So that'll be linked down below. But the reason I chose that was that is the comic in which Barbara Gordon, his daughter, who was also Batgirl, um, got shot and became paralysed. And he gets kidnapped in that by the Joker because the Joker's trying to prove to Batman that no matter how good someone is, there's a breaking point for everyone. So I think it's this comic, although he's at the the centerpiece of it, I think this comic really shows how Commissioner Gordon can really be trusted by Batman to always uphold his morals. Yeah. Um, So that's why I chose that one. Regardless, is a brilliant comic. I recently got it myself um, and I'm very very excited to read it again. Um but they that's that's what I've recommended for you guys this week if that's what you want to get into. Okay. That is all actually no. I'm going to put this oh. in now as well because we're not coming back to afterwards. <laughs> I have booked my tickets for the Batman.
1: Oh wait, you can book tickets already.
0: Yeah, me me and my Girlfriend, father, and brother will be attending the midnight showing from March 3rd into March 4th. So um, for those of you who don't know, we record on Thursdays. So I will literally be finishing the recording on that Thursday, getting myself ready, going to the cinema to watch The Batman, and I couldn't be more excited. So if I seem even more energetic and crazy... in two episodes time just know it's because i'm literally shaking
1: going can we finish recording so the if we have a short episode in a couple of weeks <laughs> <you know laughs> just
0: just just me bouncing up and down in the camera
1: uh, <laughs> i i'll probably oh, i might end up going on the friday i don't know if i'll go I mean, yeah.
0: but what that does mean is because it's coming out on a third on a friday our episode yeah. for that week will already be out, so it gives you guys a week to make sure you've seen it before you have to worry about spoilers in our episode, which is good. Um, although it would have been nice to do an episode like literally the day after we'd seen it, but you, we work with what we work with.
1: Yeah, um, and, I mean, it gives us plenty of time to mull over what we've watched.
0: Yeah. Okay, that is Batman talk out of the way.
1: Yes, onto the, onto the what everyone's probably been waiting for.
0: Marvel came in huge with the Super Bowl ads this week and the
1: TV spots. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I obviously uh, remembered Super Bowl was on this last week, but, like, it never really went through my head last uh, last week's episode that, oh, it's Super Bowl week, maybe we'll get something from (laughs) Marvel trailers or anything. It completely went out of my head. As a general rule,
0: Disney have, like, three different ads during the super bowl and one of them at the bare minimum is normally marvel related um so i knew we'd get something but i assumed it'd be a moon Knight tv spot or maybe a doctor strange tv spot i didn't expect it to be like a entire new like two minute doctor strange trailer but we're gonna start with moon Knight because there's less there to unpack and then we can get into the the nitty-gritty that is that doctor strange trailer um so we didn't get a whole lot of new footage in Moon Knight. We did, I think, get a better impression of the tone. Yes. Um, I think while there is definitely going to be some times where it's quite dark, there's also a fair bit of light in that trailer. Um, and I think that could be a theme we see throughout of it, throughout the TV show. Mm-hmm. We got to see more of ethan hawke's character who's some kind of cult leader yeah um which is a relationship i'm very interested to see develop
1: and he had his weird moving tattoo or whatever was going on Mm -hmm.
0: but the big thing for me was we saw a different moon knight suit
1: yes which came out i think that just came out as a picture right it did, didn't it? It wasn't in the actual TV no, spot. No, it wasn't in the TV spot.
0: There was a couple was... of stills that got released alongside mm. the TV spot, and one of them was him in a very iconic, literal, all-white suit with a face mask on. Um, So, while that is Moon Knight, far as I'm aware, and again, I'm not... I don't know everything about Moon Knight. So that... When he... that When that was his costume, he went by Mr. Knight. Right. Um which again I, I don't have an opinion I don't know enough about the character I'm not going to sit here and pretend I do but I know some die hard Moon Knight fans are a little bit concerned because there's a fair bit of character development that takes place in the comics before he's even close to being the person that dons that suit the Mark Spector who is Mr Knight is very different from Moon Knight like right. they've been through a lot of things and they've grown as a person I think Mr Knight's a bit more mentally stable as well okay So I think there is a little bit of concern that maybe they're rushing the story a little bit.
1: Mm, Uh, I mean, we also don't... like That could be right at the end of the whole season one. But
0: also, some people are going, well, don't get too worried because maybe he's been Moon Knight and active as a while, but the personality that the majority of the trailer's been has been Stephen Grant, and maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. So maybe that's why we're, we're viewing this as an origin story when actually it might not be at all. It might be the story of how Mark Spector goes from cra- crazy vigilante to slightly more sane vigilante.
1: Yeah, because he starts to learn what's uh, actually going on.
0: Exactly. But regardless of what the story is and what the story isn't, that suit looked amazing in the yeah. trailer. Um so good. If the trailer's anything to go by, Marvel have done a very good job with this TV trailer of not giving anything away and just kind of getting people excited to watch it. I, yes. I really hope it is as good as it can live up to be. And I think it could be a very nice, refreshing character.
1: Yeah, the TV spotlight, it was just well done and kind of showing more of his iconic things, I guess. Like there was the whole. Yeah. There's the shot of him jumping down, and his cape looks like a mo- crescent moon. Yeah, and, he, and we saw. And it. Did the, we see him catching like a metal? Crescent yeah, moon. yeah. His like a, um. Like a bangerang, bat- batarang sort of. Yeah. Thing. Called I a know.
0: boomerang in the real world. <laughs>
1: right. It's because you referred to them as <laughs> batarangs a few episodes back. Um.
0: But yeah. Um. So I thought it was a really cool trailer that just gave us a bit more of like. Honestly, it was just kind of giving us like little shots and stuff, and it's just like I'm not giving you anything, but here's just a little bit more footage to keep you interested. Um, but yeah, I think it, it was done I in think quite think it a cool was more way. More
1: than just them showing off a bit more of his suit and his actual yeah. like, visual style of how he looks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was pretty happy with what I saw from that, and I'm yeah. excited for that show to get going.
1: I mean, for a Super Bowl TV spot, though, it's, they're always short and.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, I mean, have Disney have a lot of money, but I don't think anyone has enough money for a TV Super Bowl lad to be too long. No. Um, <laughs> now, onto to the real nitty-gritty of Marvel bringing it this week.
1: Yeah, the big, the big thing of the week.
0: So I haven't actually seen the Doctor Strange TV spot because apparently there's some footage in the TV spot that wasn't in the trailer and vice versa. Yes. So I've seen the full trailer. Um nah. and alongside that there was also a new poster. Just yep. to get this out of the way, because I know I've read <laughs> about it a couple of times. Thank you for not giving us just a boring big face poster. Wow, what a fucking poster. And oh, we're yeah. gonna really, we're gonna really have to get into this because there's been some stuffs. Um but yeah, so I think what we're gonna do first is just mm-hmm. talk about the trailer purely as a Almost piece of art itself and how he enjoyed it and not get into the nerdy, oh, did you see this and what do you think this means?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll
0: we'll do we'll do that in a yeah. little bit, yeah. So as a as a graphic artist, do you want to talk us through your feelings on that poster? Oh,
1: it's just you can tell that the artists, like the marketing team behind Doctor Strange compared to like the sony side of things and the films they're doing you can tell that they're now being given way more freedom to kind of be a bit more creative and i also do you remember that back when spider-man was still coming out and i sent you like a poster design done by a fan yeah it showed the black and got that guy He's done like a bunch, and I'm pretty sure he—he's an artist I follow. I forget his name now, but I'm pretty sure he tweeted out that he was something had happened. He was going to be working with Marvel, so I wonder oh, wow. if—well, I wonder if Marvel and like the marketing team have heard that people have got annoyed, and are like, okay, let's actually just bring in some artists from the outside to do their visual versions of posters and it means we're getting cooler posters now yeah i mean it's, it was
0: just so cool um obviously you've got the multiverse of madness which is this concept of like and like this is the imagery that's used a lot in the comics and in other tv shows about the multiverse like if you watched what if um there was this kind of idea that shards of glass were like how you peered through the multiverse <laughs> So to have him with like all these shards of glass around him, which had some interesting reflections, we'll say. We'll get into that a bit more in a minute. Um, I just thought visually it was a really cool poster. And like it's been a long time. To- like, I'm not a massive poster on a wall kind of guy, anyway. Mm-hmm. But if I was gonna get any, it would be your kind of like Marvel posters and your DC posters. And recently, when I've been considering getting some, I've been looking at them going, oh, there's just a bunch of big face posters, no thanks. Yeah. Um, whereas thi- this Doctor Strange one, I'd happily have that up.
1: Like, I've pulled the poster about a couple of years, and now I'm looking at it again, I'm thinking, it's smart because a big thing about Doctor Strange and that that we've come to learn is the whole mirror universe. Like the mirror yeah, universe, mirror dimension. Dimension, that's the word. Um, so it kind of plays into that. Obviously, it uses the window in the background that is the iconic window of the sanctuaries. So, and, like, it being shattered and kind of showing all these fractured, what we are going to presume are different multiverses and things going on. The the imagery in it. Yeah. The
0: imagery in it is phenomenal. I can't get over it.
1: And I know there's lots of little stroke
0: yeah there's so many in there
1: i mean trust uh, the internet to just instantly enhance every single oh, shot yeah. of glass
0: <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's been enhanced to 12 million k at this point with people trying to pick out everything <laughs> yeah. um and i mean i i mean i sent i sent literally in a message a couple of days back didn't i yeah. That this has brought that mcu fandom back to live on the, back alive on the internet yeah. of like meticulously looking at things because with spider-man we knew it there wasn't the potential for it to be that crazy everyone kind of had a couple of good ideas of what might happen and then everyone was just trying to prove that was going to happen whereas (laughs) doctor strange i mean we they can do whatever they want
1: yeah and i think because people now understand the multiverse Mm -hmm. people like these trailers really aren't giving us anything so it's just making people go wild with theories on yeah. what yeah. could come from the multiverse. Because like in a way, all of these theories are possible. It's just, well, we have no idea which direction they're going with it.
0: So um, just to preface this, because I have seen both. Like, I've seen a lot of footage over the last couple of days. And I, like I said before, some of it was only in the TV spot. Some of it was only in the YouTube trailer. And there's some crossover. So... I will talk about things I saw in there and I won't be able to tell you which one they're in for certain. I'm sorry. I watch a lot of TikTok where people are breaking <laughs> this stuff down. My mind is melted with what's come from where. I've, so just try and bear
1: with us. I've seen both so I should like the major stuff from the TV spot that I know is just in the TV spot I'll be able to say if you're like if you saying it's from the trailer or not. Yeah, I should know. So before we talk
0: about all the fun little Easter eggs, mm-hmm. the trailer as a whole. Mm. What did you think of it? Did you en- did you enjoy the trailer for more than it's, oh yeah, more information factor?
1: Yes, and I feel like it also like overall really kind of I feel like they've done this before with anything that involves Doctor Strangers. They show us one thing in a trailer, but then they show us almost the same scene, but it looks different in another trailer. Yeah. And I feel like stuff like that's potentially happened, and then I'm like, they're kind of... It showed more on what potentially is going to happen in the storyline, which was super interesting, because we're, it's like almost starting to guide us in a direction of where this might go into yeah. but at the same time I feel like it just gave us even more new things that I'm like what the hell I don't know what any of this is
0: I, I, I really liked it I thought it looked lovely um, Sam Raimi is a director I really do enjoy I think the kind of colour and tonage we're going to get mm. is going to be very nice the one thing I was a little bit surprised about when this film was first released like its title and when it was coming and stuff um it was kind of sold as it's going to be the first horror film in the mcu not getting a lot of that vibe yet but there's a couple of scenes like so we'll talk about them scenes specifically in a minute there's a couple of scenes that give that vibe which makes me think they've shown that little of that vibe but they're saying it's quite a big part of the story but they've not given too much away at all
1: yeah um they've I, I get the sense that they've shown us some important plot like some important kind of story beats for direction but they really haven't shown us what the hell's going to happen at all
0: i think marvel are
1: at this point
0: the masters of how not to give too much away <laughs> in a trailer
1: well yeah they They've had years of practice now, and they even do stuff, don't they, where they film stuff specifically for the trailer that doesn't actually even do yeah. anything for the film. So.
0: and they e- edit footage that goes into the trailer and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do now, because we're about to go into the Easter eggs, I'm going to kind of put like a semi-spoiler warning, because I don't want anyone, if we predict something that ends up happening, to come back and go, oh, you ruined that for me, that would have been a great thing to not know about. We yeah. don't know if anything we're going to say is true here. There are some very likely educated guesses. There are some more long shots, and there's some things that there's one pixel that makes me think it might be happening. So it probably isn't going to happen. Um, so if you literally want to go in and you not don't, want, you yeah, you want to not know anything. You don't want to be looking out for something we say to maybe happen. I would suggest you stop listening now and come back after you've watched the film or skip forward until we're not talking about this or whatever. But this is kind like I said, none of this is guaranteed. We don't have any proper inside information. We're just going to make educated guesses based on what we know.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. That was your warning. If You're still listening (laughs) and we say something that ends up happening. Just, Just drop a comment going, oh my God, these guys are so smart. (laughs) <laughs> um, now I and again I sent you a message earlier in the week saying my brain's been going a million miles an hour with this for the last week yes, did. so Horry the angel that he is he's going to try and stop me going off on tangents and f- finishing the thought before I shoot off in another direction I'll try. but it, c- it could get a little bit hectic here guys to so try and strap in <laughs> I want to start with the first trailer
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So in the first trailer, we see Doctor Strange go to visit Wanda, right? Yep. In this kind of garden,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she goes, and she goes, "I've been waiting for this," and he goes, "I'm not here about Westview." Mm-hmm. So in the second trailer, there's a bit where Wanda, looking very beautiful and very evil, says, mm-hmm. "I break. Uh, you break the rules, and you're treated like a hero." I break the rules and I'm the enemy. Yep. The internet being what it is, and based on Horry's tone of voice, I think he knows exactly where I'm going with this. I
1: do.
0: <laughs> um, realize that Doctor Strange is wearing the exact same clothes in both of these bits of footage. And there are tree branches behind him in this kind of hellish landscape where she looks a bit evil that line up pretty well with like the cherry blossomy trees. So... We're almost certain that this is an illusion that Wanda's constructed around him. Is, which, I think, a very which fair. Which side is the mentioned. illusion, though? I think it's the hellscape because she's in her costume. I think that's the real side.
1: Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I saw a thing staying on this kind of. I saw a thing after that first trailer where someone had kind of looked back over the trailer and there's like a, uh, an aerial shot of the cherry blossom trees and whatever the house in the middle and uh-huh. it's everything is very symmetrical and like oh, it's okay. very like when you look at it from a like when you actually pay attention to that shot of like where they're setting up the shot of the cherry blossom trees or whatever it kind of feels too perfectly like arranged and then you think as wonders to set up another um Westview, yeah another mini westview bubble just for herself interesting And then now because of this in the new trailer and was both like seeing people on the internet and we're both kind of the same mindset of it's there's some illusion going on there it kind of makes sense and i wonder if strange kind of at some point basically goes you like tells her to just drop the illusion like actually kind of realizes that it's an illusion and she just drops it, and they talk in their real, like, how it actually looks. Yeah. Um, But I think wherever she is, it is some, like, another Westview sort of mini-bubble where she's just kind of controlling what's going on there.
0: Well, talking of Westview, Mm. we also see Wanda back in Westview with herself by the looks of it. Yes. Which I don't don't even know where to begin with that.
1: Um, But it was... Guess with that, was either she's it's their way of showing her experiencing like an altered like the way Strange went through his mind to check all the timelines. I would oh, wonder okay. if Wanda does something similar, and that's like their way of showing her experience a different timeline of Westview where things go differently, or through the multiverses, like she's gone to another timeline and she's seeing herself at the like. In the same place, but a different timeline. Yeah. That was my um, kind of take on it.
0: And then I think a big one that a lot of people are discussing is a little bit later. I think it's in the trailer, but it might be the TV spot. I'm sorry. We see Wonder fighting someone who, just like in color and shape and stuff, kind of has like a Captain Marvel kind of look to them.
1: So that's the TV spot. But yeah, I know that's the TV about. spot.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there have been. I don't think I've seen a character not thrown out in the air for who that can be. So what, <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to go through the characters I've seen that make even a little bit of sense. And then I'm going to kind of rank how good a theory I think it is. So I think the first one I saw was... So you've got Monica Rambo, who was in Division. Yeah. Her mum, I forget her mum's
1: first name. Um,
0: It doesn't matter. Everyone knows who I'm talking about now. Yeah. So people are saying it's an alternate version where Monica's mum became Captain Marvel that's fighting her. Oh, okay. Maria, Maria Rambo. Oh, that felt good to remember. (laughs) Um, Some people think it could be Superior Iron Man, who's a very interesting person who. Once we've got past Batman and I'm doing character profiles about Doctor Strange, I will be talking about who is rumoured to be played by Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, some people also think it might be Monica Rambo fighting her, who's just become Spectre. Spectre. Yeah.
1: Spectrum, something like that. Spectrum, isn't it?
0: Um, then there are some people saying it could be... Jonathan Majors reprising his role as a variant of Kang. Oh. Because there is a variant of Kang who is called Iron Lad. Oh. Who is a younger version of Kang that doesn't want to become evil. Interesting. Um, and they... Someone hyper-zoomed in on the face and it kind of... I kind of see the structure of Jonathan Majors face in there, I'll be honest. Um and i mean i'm i'm sure someone on the internet somewhere said they think it's henry cavill superman or something um so they're the main <laughs> contenders i think of who it could be um i think the two most likely are tom cruise's iron man uh, supreme iron man and kang um, jonathan majors uh, as iron lad okay what i will say is i do not think that kind of flamey effect we saw around the person will be there in the actual film i oh, i okay, think that so... is i think that is a marvel editing the trailer Possibly. to throw us off a little bit um,
1: that's my take so i regarding to this i saw a another theory oh so, okay in the tv spot there is two different shots that show that flaming effect of a person, yeah one of them you can't really see anything of their face, and then the other one is the one where I think people have enhanced and looked at the face, yeah, and when side by side they kind it's hard to tell because obviously like you're taking it off a trailer and quality's not great. But one theory is that they might actually be two different people.
0: Oh, okay. And they've just done they, a little
1: bit of the trickery. Not, yeah, they, they look slightly different enough that like that could be two different characters. It's so very theory, possible. The theory of the one where like you can see the face more that people have enhanced is Supreme Iron Man. That's kind of like the main theory of what I've seen for that. And then the other one is that the one is Monica Rambo. Okay.
0: I, again um, i'm I'm not against either of theories and it'd be very Marvel.
1: yeah like they could because it kind of makes sense for monica rumbo to have a similar sort of power effect as that which i get and then like supreme iron man we don't know if i'm really in the case of the film so they could do whatever they want with it um, yeah. but i do think you might be slightly right as well like that's just over edited yeah. effects to kind of help yeah. hide who it that,
0: is that is purely there to hide it and
1: throw also, people off a little the bit the shots those two shots are really short in the tv spot so it's like, uh-huh. it's so hard to even kind and, of get a beat on who it is or whatever yeah.
0: and the amount of vfx on that shot mm. would be expensive so if they're using it to hide something that would also explain why it's so short yep because you don't want to spend all the money on vfx then spend even more money to hide it to show some of it off, yeah. So, um, okay, without I'm trying to not go too far so I don't forget anything. <laughs> um, I think the next big one for me is we see a bit more of American Chavez in this yep. trailer. Um, so if for some reason you haven't seen it, go back to I want to say it's episode three, might be episode two though. Um, I do a character profile on American Chavez. It's very
1: interesting. I think it was two.
0: I think it's two as well. Um, anyway, so we see more of her in this trailer, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. We also get to see her throwing them through the multiverse a bit, yes. kicking open her portals. Okay, so I'm going to say one word, and your reaction is going to tell me if you've seen what I've seen. Okay. Animation
1: i have seen this
0: okay cool so you so you're as excited as i am about what we're about to discuss
1: yes and this kind of go i forget which episode it was oh i think it was (laughs) when we were talking about Spider Man, and i'm gonna stay away from spoilers here yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm pretty sure in an episode i said yeah yeah miles morales and stuff yeah and you said it'd be cool to see tom holland rock up just rock up in the animated world yeah oh i'm in the wrong place Maybe it's the other way around. So in the trailer, we see them falling through
0: portals. And if you slow it down, and the people who've done this, my hat goes out to you. People have slowed it down and they realised there's like a frame where you see Doctor Strange and American Chavez go from animated to human. And the port on the other side of the portal where they're coming through looks animated in the background. Mm-hmm. So there is a pretty confident subsection of the internet, and I'm completely with them. This is one of the ones which I think is more of an educated guest bordering on fact more than anything else. And granted, we don't know anything about what happens there. It could be a five-second cameo where running through different multiverses. Yeah. But at some point, we're getting a little animated world. And people, and I think this might be where it gets to a bit of a stretch, People think it looked very similar to the what if animation style. I don't think the picture quality and the amount of footage is enough to say that for certain. No. But people think they might be going through one of the what if situations, maybe from the next season or maybe from a previous season. Possibly. But to lead on from that kind of a little bit, and again, I'm really trying not to move too fast. <laughs> um so in what if we had the zombie episode yep people and i can get behind this a little bit people are saying what if the animated world they go into is the zombified animated world okay and then through that comes zombified doctor strange on wonder because we see a scarlet witch and a doctor strange look like zombies in the trailer in live action yes So people are going, maybe that's the animated world they go through.
1: I feel like that's a bit of a stretch to say that's where they come from.
0: Yeah, it is a bit of a stretch, but it's not a ridiculous stretch at the same time.
1: So in regards to the zombie Doctor Strange, I'm guessing... So you might have seen the TV spot shot as well, because in the actual trailer, there's... Just the shot of him with the like black, dark black like rotted arms. Yeah, in the TV spot is when you see an actual shot of his face. So okay. everyone's like, okay, they're the same Doctor Strange.
0: I think I've seen like loads of stills from the TV spot, but not actual Probably. footage. If that makes
1: sense. Um. um so yeah, I think there's a, the theory is that those dark like rotting arms when he does like the multiple arms thing in the trailer is zombie doctor strange because we kind of saw a similar thing happen in what if wasn't it where he did that yeah the zombie doctor strange did that so people are putting that together okay Um, so
0: i think i have one more theory to kind of talk through but that theory is going to lead us into the next talking point um, and it's the big part of the trailer where he gets arrested and stuff. Mm-hmm. So do you have any other non-related theory to that you want to discuss before we move on to that theory?
1: Um, there's one thing, I guess, kind of keeping on this whole different Doctor Strange. Have Even though you've not seen the TV spot, have you seen the other photo shot of Doctor Strange where he... He's sort of in like red and blue and his hair's got yeah. like a strip through it that, that leads
0: into my other theory yeah, yeah okay. I know exactly what you're talking
1: about so the thing I was just going to say is going off what we've seen I'm predicting we have four different Doctor Strangers in this film
0: uh, at least yeah I think that's a very fair assumption uh, um, so that Doctor Strange you were talking about thank you mm-hmm. for leading me so beautifully into the start of my theory is Defender Doctor Strange
1: Okay, yeah, I had no idea who he was.
0: Yeah, I, I don't really know what that means. That's just how people are referring to him. I assume right. he looks like Doctor Strange did in a comics where he teamed up with the Defenders. Right. Um, And there is a shot where that version of Doctor Strange and American Chavez are, like, falling through a portal. Hmm. But he looks very limp and almost dead like Defender Strange. Right. Um, and then straight after that shot, I believe, we then see the big structure of Doctor Strange outside the building. Yes. Which then leads into him being uh, frog-marched by the Ultron bots mm-hmm. into what looks like a courtroom.
1: Yes. Do you want to know a little Easter egg that someone's found up? Go on. That shot, of him walking through
0: oh, oh, I know this, I know this. this is so fucking cool. Tell me tell everyone, it's, yeah, yeah, it's so cool.
1: I think I'm getting this correct, but it's the British Transport Museum? Or yeah, the British, uh, his- no, History Museum. Yeah, British the two. History Museum. but like someone's obviously someone that knows that place very well instantly recognized it and yeah. lined them up and yeah, they've done a bit of CGI, but that's where they've shot the Yeah,
0: they've shot that and then cool edited it. um so as he walks in, you see the back the kind of oh, side back of, uh, of a bald-headed man. And that voice, I mean, it, it's Patrick Stewart's voice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It just is. So I watched the trailer originally basically on mute. So when I saw the back of the head, I was like, oh, that could be him. And then I saw the internet guy nuts. I was like, guys, relax. It's just the back of a head. Then I realized there was actually audio that I hadn't heard with it. I was like, oh, shit. No, that is that yeah. is Patrick Stewart. Um, Back as
1: <laughs> Professor X. Yeah. Just so when I heard the voice. I was like, "This, this has to be right." So that courtroom mm-hmm.
0: is, I, am okay. So th- this is where it could get a bit messy, and I'm going to okay. really try and stay on topic. So that courtroom looks like it's going to be the courtroom of the Illuminati, and no, I don't mean Jay Z and Beyonce Illuminati. <laughs> I mean Marvel's Illuminati.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the Illuminati in the comics were a group of the most intelligent characters in the Marvel Universe who made the hard decisions between themselves without consulting anyone else. Yeah. That includes Namor the Submar- Submariner, um, Black Bolt, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Professor X, and Reed
1: Richards. Right.
0: They're like the traditional ones. Okay. There's a couple there's a couple of changes to that at different times. So what people think is Defender Strange that we saw mm-hmm. is part of that Illuminati. Okay. And they've arrested this Doctor Strange because they think he might be responsible for killing that Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah? Okay. Um, And they think he might be an evil variant because they're they all smart enough to know that uh, an evil variant of each of them exists and that person would be very dangerous. Yeah. So a lot of the discussion then is about who else is on the Illuminati. Yeah. We see two more silhouettes and a couple of empty chairs.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: One of the silhouettes looks quite tall and thin. People are assuming that I might be a Mr. Fantastic.
1: Yep, which would make to, complete sense. And trying to enhance and see if there's a number four yeah. on his chest.
0: So ah, see, they've zoomed in a little bit. And they're like, there's a light little pattern, like <laughs> in the right kind of place for a number four there. Yeah. Um, and again, do you know, it's it sounds so stupid, but. It makes complete sense at the same time. So I can't go, oh, that's definitely not true. It could very well be true. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: then they also think the other silhouette, based on like the ways, like what you can see of the silhouette other on the chair, they think that might be Tom Cruise's superior Iron Man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, for those of you who are confused as to why Tom Cruise is, he has to be the Iron Man variant. Him and Robert Downey Jr. were the last two in the running to play Iron Man. Which is why everyone's convinced they've got him to come back for it because yeah. they know he can play that character, Um, just so everyone's confused, that's why I keep saying it's Tom Cruise. Um, and that's when we just kind of have empty seats. Yeah. Um, and then you see Baron Mordo, who we haven't seen or heard from since the end of Doctor Strange One, where he took the crippled man's magic away, so he was crippled oh, yeah. again. Um. Now, a lot of people are going, oh, maybe Mordo's on this Illuminati. The way he's creeping around the back and then slightly later in the trailer like, attacks him in the middle of the courtroom, I don't think he is part of this Illuminati. No, I think he broke in to try and kill Doctor Strange before Doctor Strange could help them work out what the fuck's going on.
1: Okay, I have a different theory. Okay. So, I it. don't think Doctor Strange is there for killing another Doctor Strange. I think... I have a theory that maybe there's a variant of Kang on the Illuminati. Okay, I like And maybe the Illuminati is more focused on controlling the timeline. Maybe. And I wonder if... Um... Why am I forgetting his name? The one that we just told about creeping around. Mordo. Mordo. I wonder if Mordo has gone to them saying that Doctor Strange has done all this shit fucking with the timeline, and he's the reason that Doctor Strange gets arrested because he oh feels he guess. should be severely punished for it. Maybe. Um, and maybe he's there because he's the one that's trying to get oh Doctor Strange punished or killed or whatever and then maybe it doesn't go that way and then he gets annoyed Um, interesting but yeah that's where my head was with that because I get the sense that Mordo's more pissed off at him for for our Strange thinking he can just change the timeline and mess with things maybe and seems to want him punished for that I mean Mordo
0: just dislikes Strange's arrogance full stop yeah um, like the last thing he says to Strange at the end of the first Doctor Strange film is everything comes due. Yep. So I think he just used this as a, a general time to take revenge more than anything specifically.
1: He just doesn't think Doctor Strange is worthy. Yeah, which is why I think maybe he no, I, went to... I I, I like
0: where your head's at.
1: Um, to do it. Yeah. Um, really like where your head's at. Um,
0: and then the other rumour I've heard is and this is proper niche. I haven't even watched this show. Um, so Marvel did a TV show called The Inhumans, which was set in the MCU. I think it has since been retconned because of how god awful it was.
1: I never watched it.
0: Yeah, it was that bad. It was cancelled, <laughs> but it was cancelled before for it aired its first episode. Um, but they had already made thirteen episodes, so they just aired them, and nothing got resolved, as far as I know. It was god awful. Um. <laughs> So the actor who played Black Bolt in that, um, I'll give you a quick rundown for people who don't know. Black Bolt is king of the Inhumans, which are budget X-Men. He is in charge of all of them. His superpower is, his voice destroys everything. Um, So he has taken a vow of silence because otherwise he would destroy everything. Um, He can use his voice to fly. Um, There's a very cool Comic book drip where Hulk goes to beat the shit out of Black Bolt and Black Bolt like sends him flying by just whispering no at him and then he goes I didn't come here to hear you say no I heard you come I came here to hear you scream and then he beat him so beat him so badly he made him scream very very cool um, Black Bolt's <laughs> voice is just disgustingly powerful that's what yeah. you need to be aware of. Um, and he, like I said before, he's been a part of the Illuminati. People think the actor who played him in that TV show might be reprising his role because right. he actually wasn't bad in that. Granted, he didn't say anything, so it's difficult for him to be bad. But he kind of carried that presence quite well. Yeah. The script and the other stories and acting just let him down, I feel. So they're kind of giving him another chance here to see if it works, which I'm curious about. But what that gives us is an interesting. You're sitting there, and you're going, okay. So there is rumors that are pretty strong that five of the original six members of the Illuminati are going to be in this film. Yeah. Now, do you want the really fun bit? Go on. And
1: that this
0: is if. I'm, uh, this would make me very happy. He's one of my favourite characters. Um, on paper, I'm going to be honest; I haven't read any of his comics, but what I have seen about this character and like I had, he's he had like a little bit part in one of the first comics I owned, like I recently discovered um, from when I was like six. So Namor is the king of Atlantis.
1: Okay. Yeah. So... Hori is just clocked where I'm going. Maybe, but probably not, because I have a feeling any of the business later. So, links to this.
0: So, in the comic book realm, Atlantis and Wakanda have long had conflict. Mm -hmm. And there have been some leaks from the Black Panther set that shows lots of big swimming pools of water.
1: You see the Black Panther update.
0: And it has long been rumored. (laughs) that Namor would be the antagonist of Black Panther 2. I I will be surprised if we don't see or get a tease of Namor in Doctor Strange 2. Being that he is the sixth member of the original Illuminati and we have good reason to think we'll see the other five. And the fact that it's pretty... I mean, I'd say we've got a better than not chance of him being one of the antagonists, at least, of the next Black Panther film. Yep. If we don't get a big tease about the empty chair, or we might just see the person, that might be how they reveal who's playing in full stop.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: Um, I won't be surprised.
1: Yeah, so I had a note about this, which was... um gonna be for a bit later when we get to our like any other business but i have also seen that leak those leak shots of the from black panther and them in the tanks So yeah looked into it more so as soon as you said atlantis then i was like oh okay <laughs> yes this, this is all just making more sense and it feels like that's definitely what is going on on the shooting of black panther and i think you're right this would be a great way for them to want to use the actor, and then also just introduce the fact that yeah. Atlantis is a thing, and just kind of set set it up that that it's there, or like maybe they say he's not there because he's off dealing with Atlantis, and they just name drop the place.
0: Just, just all I can really say. Is Namor is one of the oldest comic book superheroes. He is one of the coolest comic book superheroes, and the only reason we didn't have him in the MCU sooner was because of licensing problems from when Marvel nearly went bust. Uh-huh. Um, they wanted before the MCU. We had that really bad Hulk film. Yeah they wanted the sequel to that to have No More in it, but they just couldn't get the rights worked out. Um, so, if- And I'm, I'm very, very excited Yeah. Okay, then. for him to potentially make his big screen debut. And I cannot quite put into words how excited I am at the prospect of doing a character profile on him in the not too distant future.
1: Yeah, I think with what you're saying and different, like it just even more things now, are like pointing to the fact that these leaks are legit.
0: So just to put in perspective, like I've I've recently changed rooms. I've mentioned it, Tori. It's not something that needs to be discussed on it. Um, and while we were doing that, I found on my bookshelf a comic that I had vague recollection of. Um, let me see if I can find it here quickly. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Um, For those This one right now. here. Can I tell you, it's Spider-Man comic. Yeah.
0: Um, from like, um, it looks like around the time Spider-Man 3 was coming out, which was 2007 by the looks of it, according to the back oh, of this. So I would have been like eight years old at the time. Um, mm-hmm. So like I had comic books before I even remember me having comic books. And I'm not sure if you can tell, but right, yeah, that's that's the more right there. Okay, so it's kind of a surreal thing for me because when I found these, it was like fully like memory unlocked kind oh, of man. thing. Yeah, um, and it actually, in a really weird way, has made me feel a little bit like nostalgic and a little bit emotional. Like he could be so close to being on the big screen when that's my first taste of superheroes ever in like that kind of medium. Yeah, um, it's cool. So like that's really giving me quite a happy feeling that it looks very realistically on the cards.
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. That's cool.
0: I don't think. Oh, I've got one more theory. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, just a million. This one is proper shot in the dark. So just okay. Like, don't put any credit in this. We're not. We don't need to right. spend time picking well, it apart.
1: We, we hold Connor to this down to the bone. <laughs>
0: People are wondering whether, in actuality, the Illuminati is in the main MCU Earth. And what if... Pardon the (laughs) fun. The the reason Charles exists but neither mutants do is this is actually kind of post-House of M, which was a comic run in which Wanda made all mutants disappear. Um, And everyone's kind of wondering if they're going to like take bits and pieces from that or something like Professor X is like using his telepathy to make everyone think mutants doesn't exist or something like that. Super shot in the dark. I don't remotely believe it, but I'd be fuming if I saw that we didn't talk about it and then it ends up being true. So just to throw it out there, I don't hold a lot of stock in it. I think it would be very lazy writing. And I think unless they pulled it off superbly, it would
1: just make me angry. Staying on the location of the Illuminati, one of the first things when I was watching the trailer and that they showed that shot, before you like zoomed in and saw him being led by Ultron Robots, my in- initial like instant thought was, oh, it's the TVA. It did kind of have that vibe. Which kind of then plays into my fear, my idea of like, Kang there's a Kang, a Kang on the board and maybe this is a variant of the TVA. Maybe. Maybe. I haven't considered that. I like it. Possible. Because then that way, it can kind of exist in its own little pocket. which Would then make sense why there's people from different universes are there. It's like, it's just certain people, certain variants of characters are at this, like, one spot, and why there's no, like, other mutants or other, like... was an an instant... My initial thought when I saw the shot of the place, but then obviously we saw different stuff, and I was like, okay, this might not be the TVA. But
0: No, it definitely gets... But that could just be, like, the authoritarian
1: vibe to it. Yeah, that's... It's kind of, like... hard to judge because obviously like every variant of things can be so different if they want yeah exactly um one thing that i've talked about on previous episodes is my thought of how dr strange becomes sort of supreme again and i've said i think wong's gonna die at some point
0: if wong dies we are gonna get cancelled horizontal trending because if you spoke on Wong's death into existence, sorry, I'll be looking to you
1: for a I've said it in previous episodes that I think at some point Wong's going to die and Doctor Strange will regain the title of Sorcerer Supreme. I a shot in the trailer where Wong oh. is holding on and screams out to Strange and I'm like, "Is this? is this where Wong dies?
0: I don't think Wong dies. I think Wong replaces Strange in a different universe that no longer has a Sorcerer Supreme. Interesting. So we lose Wong, but they also don't kill him in case they want to use him again because okay. he's a fan favourite.
1: Being a fan um, favourite doesn't protect you anymore.
0: <laughs> just Here's the thing, now that the multiverse is open, they can go into the more comic book... Yeah. They can go into the comic book bullshittery of kill someone off and just bring a new one in. Which... Yeah. Movie fans are gonna take a little while to adjust to veterans are gonna be like, oh okay, cool. Um, it's just how they do it.
1: Yeah. There was just a shot in the trailer and I was like oh, oh one one on hanging onto a cliff.
0: So talking of a little bit of multiverse bullshittery. Oh. Once upon a time Um, DC and and Marvel did a crossover of the Justice League of America and the Avengers. Mm -hmm. It was a four-part miniseries. Some of the Avengers fought some of the Justice League. Some of them worked together to fight other things. It is notoriously difficult to come by
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and is just a piece of comic book history. It is being reprinted this year. Oh. 7,000 copies of it, all for charity. All of the money is going to charity. That's cool. Um, So I just want to make people aware of that. I know we plug comic book links here all the time. Trust me. If Forbidden Planet had it on pre-order availability right now, it would be plugged down there. Um, If anyone... Knows of where to pre-order one right now. Send me a Twitter DM um, because I'm trying. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find somewhere to pre-order it. But this is just to let you guys know that they are being reprinted. So if you want a bit of that history, it's not been reprinted in like 25 to 30 years. So it's been a long old time.
1: You know what you want to go do? You should go to your local comic book guy again.
0: Yeah, I I may well. I may well go to my local comic book guy and go, are you going to be able to get your hands on one of these and can you get it for me? Yeah, can I Um, put one to the side? It's being sold, recommended at $30. So not disgustingly expensive, um, but they're also putting extra stuff in it um, at the back of it. A couple of Stan Lee comics that were like part of it, I think, but like weren't printed or something.
1: Um,
0: But it's all going to a good cause. It's mm-hmm. a really cool kind of comic concept. It's part of history. Just wanted to let you guys know in case you want to go out and get one. So yeah. there you go. Um, I think they're coming out middle of March time. So the pre-orders know, might not maybe. be up yet, but they might well be.
1: Yeah. And my pre-orders might not be up, but stores might already be. Taking pre-orders. Up. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. Before we move on to the Super Showdown. Do we have anything else we need to discuss?
1: Um, no, because we discussed my thing earlier. Do you want to take your time to just go through it again? Because we
0: just kind of glanced over it.
1: Well, I did my usual thing of checking if Pamphlet started production, but it hadn't. But this <laughs> last week, yeah, this last week, there's some set photos had leaked, um, or photos of on set of actors and cameramen and stuff in huge tanks of water as they do for filming any underwater scenes in films. So then there has been rumours of Atlanteans and Namor and kind of that being part of the Black Panther 2 story. This kind of leans into it even more. And then since what Connor's been said about the Illuminati, kind of all points in that direction. So... It does seem like we are going to get Atlantis and Wakanda in the next Black Panther film, which is going to be interesting. Because I bet a lot of people don't even know that Atlantis is part of the MCU. Well, it was teased like back in Iron Man
0: 3, I want to say. There's
1: Earthquakes some- underwater.
0: Water. Yeah, no, yeah, well, that was more recent. That was Endgame. Oh, okay. But there's a bit, I want to say it's Iron Man 3. Please, if someone knows where what film this happened in please please do let me know cuz i can't remember what but it is definitely oh i say definitely i don't it's nick fury and i think tony stark talking to each other in a room and there's a big screen in the background and they've got red pinpoints on like major cities around the world and then there's just one right in the middle of the ocean that might be iron man 3 um, so everyone like back then was going, "Hey, that's like a cool little nod to Atlant- Atlantis. Shame they they're not allowed to use them more." Oh well. And now like that, that kind of got teased again in Endgame with like the underwater earthquakes, and now we're at a point where we might be getting it.
1: I think and it's very very thing, exciting. which was those back then were just subtle nods to it. Yeah, it was never like a planned thing, but it's one of those things where like. Things have changed over time, and because they've had those hints and just like nods to stuff, it allows them to now tie stuff in. When you're building something as big as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it is
0: always, and I mean always, worth winking at some things that you're not allowed to do right now, yeah. just in case you get the opportunity to do it.
1: Which I hope... This is the case. And I hope we do get to see, I think it would be super cool to see like an Atlantis and them explain mm-hmm. what the hell they've been doing all this time. And that's another thing where they're going to have to be like, um, why didn't you get involved in Endgame? <laughs> but, okay. I think we're ready for our Super
0: Showdown. I think we are. I do have some Batman stuff, but I'm going to save that for next week when we're not just flogging the dead horse that is Marvel. so this week's super showdown is the mcu winter soldier
1: Mm -hmm.
0: versus the cw network so the arrow versus deathstroke
1: now i have a question are we doing Mm -hmm. winter soldier before he's gone through Wakanda, we,
0: are, we, are saying, we are saying he is still the Winter Soldier, so okay. when he was still doing hits for Hydra. Yep.
1: Okay. I don't know who wants to go first.
0: So there are a lot of similarities between these characters. Yep. I'm going to just preface this. The Winter Soldier is not Marvel's rip-off of Deathstroke. Marvel's rip-off of Death- Deathstroke is a little-known character called Deadpool. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Wade yep. Wilson, Slade Wilson put it together. They were literally taking them out of the character. Winter Soldier is similar, but at the end of the day, when you're writing comic books, you're going to get similarities. Oh, yeah. So Slade Wilson is an Australian mercenary
1: <laughs>
0: who enlisted against the law when he was 16 Um, and then became part of some kind of medical trial, um, and then became disillusioned with the army, became a mercenary. Um, Faster, stronger, smarter, more talented with weapons. He is an animal. Yes. Then you have the Winter Soldier, who obviously worked with Captain America in the Second World War as part of the Howling Commandos. Um, as James Buchanan Barnes, he then fell to his death, quote unquote. <laughs> um, where Hydra then grabbed him, threw a metal arm on him, um, brainwashed him, and turned him into their personal hitman that they rolled out of cryostasis whenever they needed to kill someone, such as JFK mm-hmm. or the Starks. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing. If we were talking comic books, Mm -hmm. I'm going Deathstroke instantly. Oh. Because he's just fucking OP. However, however, I would feel pretty confident that you'd agree with me in saying that MCU Winter Soldier bitch slaps Arrow versus Oliver Queen.
1: Yes. Whether... Bitch slap is the word I'd
0: use, but... No, I I think he kind of bitch slaps him. Um, But that's neither here nor there, because like I said, I haven't watched The End of Arrow, so maybe Oliver gets more IP as time goes on. Um, And I think the level that Slade was operating at in the CW is so Mm -hmm. much lower than his comic book counterpart. I think... I have to give it to Deathstroke because of what they've had to deal with. Um, The Winter Soldier has been a deadly assassin for 70 years. People weren't even sure he existed. And you've got Deathstroke, who was kind of nerfed for the TV show. Um,
1: So... So I have my... Okay, so my thought process with this was... They're both highly skilled with guns and kind of uh, hand-to-hand stuffing. And I agree, the slate, the Deathstroke in CW is not nearly as strong as the comic book one. But I and I think that was just down to when they introduced him and how early on into Oliver Queen or whatever. I would say that this fight might not necessarily be uh winter soldier bitch slapping like just destroying deathstroke I oh, no I don't,
0: I don't think it's that cut and dry either because deathstroke is still very smart
1: i think what happens is it's just a distance it's very even of a fight because they're both highly skilled with their weapon weapons and if they try and do anything at distance, they're just going to be pretty equally matched. I think what tips it in with Soldier's Favor is as soon as he gets into like close combat range, mainly that metal arm is just going to block and break any gun or weapon that Deathstroke has to the point where it's like you have Deathstroke with no weapons, just pure hand-to-hand, and then you've got a guy with a metal arm who is brainwashed to be relentless till he gets to his goal, and also a super soldier serum, also that. But doesn't Deathstroke have a certain part of healing factor? If I remember, a, correctly? a
0: very I don't little know if one. Did it's in not CW. ridiculous. I, yeah, I don't know if his CW counterpart did. I think his CW counterpart was just like faster, stronger, but also yeah, crazier.
1: Um, so I think it just comes down to the fact that Winter Soldier is so of the brainwashing, he is relentless to the point till he gets his job done that, like, even if he gets injured or whatever, he's just going to keep pushing through it and he's just going to overpower and eventually beat Deathstroke. That's how I
0: also, saw it. Also, what I'll say about the CW Deathstroke is bearing in mind Deathstroke's always been a mercenary. Mm-hmm. CW's Deathstroke was the least professional I've ever seen. In the sense of he was a bit more emotional. Yeah. And I think the winter soldier would find a way to abuse that. Um I think it is a brilliant fight, I think whatever city it takes place in is in shambles afterwards because these guys are so well matched for each other, but I yeah. think like you said winter soldier's relentlessness is too much for anyone.
1: Yeah, and I think it's just like there's only so much where like, death like they can try and use their different weapons or whatever, and like Deathstroke can back away, try and use it like guns or whatever. But there's just gonna come a point where he's gonna have to face him hand to hand, and that that point is where Winter Soldier's just gonna like he's got a, he's got a metal arm, super serum, like he's just gonna make CW Deathstroke especially just fold, just crumple him. Exactly. Um, I think that unfortunately for the CW Deathstroke. He was in a character that was introduced so early in the CW show, they had to nerf him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I think MCU Winter Soldier wins this by not not, not super easily, but like I'm I'm gonna give him a
0: 75 25.
1: Yeah, I'd say some like Winter Soldier's getting hurt, but at the end of the day, like that won't stop him. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, I think that's all we have for this week.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, so we talked about Commissioner Gordon, feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the Moon Knight TV spot, the madness mm-hmm. that was Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and obviously the very exciting reprint of the Justice League of America Avengers comic um crossover reprint. Yes. Um so as per usual. Like us on whatever your podcast chosen app is, chosen mm. podcast app is. Um, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and turn the bell on so that you don't miss videos. Um, I think the plan is going forward. The segments are going to be uploaded. So yep. if you want to just go back at any point and re-watch our theory video for Doctor Strange after Doctor Strange has come out to laugh at how wrong or right we were, you'll be able to go back and do that. Or if you don't like listening to the whole podcast in one go and you'd like to be able to break it up a little bit more, that's there for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So make sure you're subscribing that. Um, Obviously, we've got the shorts that will keep going up on YouTube and on TikTok. Um, So make sure you're following us all over there. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well, because there's a lot of the time um, we'll retweet stuff there that's just interesting, that it's interesting in the sense of it's worth a little reading given five seconds of your time, not so much so that we can talk about it. Yeah. So I think it, it, there's like, yeah, there's like a level there that's worth. Don't get me wrong. There'll be some stuff on there that we retweet that's obviously gonna get discussed. Like I, we retweeted the um, trailer for Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but there is gonna be some stuff that just we don't talk about because it's relatively insignificant. But you might still care about it.
1: Yeah. I know. Um, and also Twitter. If you want in to find out our initial reaction to like when the Doctor Strange trailer come out, it's it's for that sort of thing. So
0: yeah, exactly. Um, no but yes, yeah, so make sure you find us everywhere. Like I said, cutscene convos, literally everywhere. If you can't find <laughs> us, you are you're doing something wrong with that. Easy to find.
1: Or where doing um, something wrong?
0: <laughs> yeah. So thank you as always. Let us know if you want a particular superhero showdown next week. Let us mm-hmm. know what cameo you want seeing Doctor Strange. yeah and we will catch you next week
1: yeah i'll save that for next week
0: (laughs) oh that's a horrible little easter egg (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) catch you on the next one
0: catch you next time guys